0: The Vinny White Show on In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010.
1: Good evening. How are you? Nice to be here. My name is Vinny White. I sound a bit coldy. I didn't know that I had a cold until I came on air. I thought it was mild, but it sounds worse. Maybe it sounds worse than it is. A little bit husky, but hopefully you can understand me. Um, my name is Vinny White. I'm on air for an hour. Uh, we do stuff and things. I'll tell you what's coming up in a minute. But first... You can get in touch with the show anyway through it. It's 416-872-1010, StarTalk 8255, or you can text the show on 71010, and it pops up on the screen in front of me. I might have to have a little hauls every now and then. They didn't pay me for that. Other throat soothers are available. In fact, let's not give hauls free advertising. Let's let's build them up, then knock them down. I might have to have another hauls in a minute. Not that they do anything, because they're crap. Uh, They were the chief executive at Halls. So I just went through all the array of emotions. Um, I'm sure they're not listening. But we do have listeners. I'm always amazed by the amount of texts and phone calls that we get because sometimes I just feel like it's just a man going slightly mentally ill in a small box opposite a bald man. And then I realise that we're actually broadcasting to this whole planet across the intertubes and, of course, downtown Toronto and the expanding and beautiful area around it. Um, That's where we broadcast from. A little little place called the Old Much Music Building. We don't get the benefits. There's a lot of sexy women during the day in the midweek walking around. Whenever I come in for meetings midweek, I always think, why do I do a Sunday show? Particularly now that old layers are coming off, he said. I sound slightly more perverse with this voice as well. I feel like it makes me somewhat creepy. Hello, little girl. You know what I mean? It's just a little bit unnerving. People tuning out, particularly anyone of a female variety, and who could blame them? Um, So coming up, i tell you about theft. Someone stole something from me on the weekend. I can't believe it. I'm actually still slightly gobsmacked, and I'm gonna use this as a forum to deliver a rant against this theft in a moment. Uh, We might end up talking about um, the whole Air Canada might employ French-speaking crew after a passenger sued for being served the wrong lemonade on a flight. And also, uh, I don't know if I will get to that, because it, it's one of those stories that annoys me, and the fact that I'm going to already rant on about this theft might mean that I'm just, it's just a bit too ranty. So we might do that, but we'll see how I feel. Um, a cow was issued an admission card by a university in India. Fantastic. We love that. Uh, would your marriage survive putting up uh, the new IKEA flat pack furniture from hell? It's been dubbed the divorce maker. We might talk about that. The divorce maker has 32 pages of instructions. (laughs) Even saying that gives me a headache. It makes me feel somewhat agitated. Let me just have a quick swig of this hot beverage. Lubricate the old palate or I'm going to be as croaky as a frog. So, yeah, I was in in Ottawa. I used to live in Ottawa, so I go there quite a lot because I've got a lot of friends that live there uh, too. And um, so I go there... You know, sort of once a month or so, see them and uh, just have a bit of a laugh. Plus, you know, you don't want to be in Ottawa for six, seven months of the year because it's so cold that you die. Um, Although apparently so is Toronto this year, but let's not go on about that. Uh, But now summer's here. It was wonderful, absolutely wonderful. From zero to 60 we did here, didn't we? It was just winter, 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 winter. Summer! Hurrah! Everyone feels good and uh, the whole place is an absolute wonder. I love it. But Ottawa was particularly warm and particularly lovely. I had a fantastic weekend. Um... I, I, I was going out on Saturday night uh, on the town in the old market in Ottawa, which is never that crazy. I mean, Ottawa's quite a sort of civil you know, conservative town. I still can't quite believe I managed to live there for six years with my personality. I'm not bragging. I'm just, I just, you know, it's like putting a, a square peg in a round hole. It doesn't look good. And uh, frankly, causes some agitation. So I, I, I never really suited the place, but I do like going back there to visit it. And, um and of course, it is. I don't know if you know Ottawa enough, but I have to say, it is possibly the safest and nicest city I've ever been in. Now, nice is nice, isn't it? But there's a sort of underbelly to nice that it's like, oh, God. You know, let's just summarize it in this Ottawa has a tulip fest- festival, the biggest one in the world. And I knew a guy, <laughs> I knew a guy that. <laughs> There was a security guard. (laughs) He said he got through college being a security guard at the Ottawa Tulip Festival. was like, who? Does anyone steal the tulips? He goes, no, all I've ever had to do is ask an old lady to put a foot back off the flower bed. (laughs) He's probably paid so much money for that as well. They throw it around in Ottawa. Government job, have double. So, yeah, it's, it's all right. And uh, I've still got a lot of listeners there, and I love them dearly. And, I, I you know, I I still feel a, a beautiful affiliation with it. It's like, uh, it's like an ex-wife, you know? We didn't work out, but I like going back for a bit of nookie. I'm not saying I have sex with Ottawa. It was an analogy. Um, so I, I went back there. And as I say, it's always been, you know, this sort of safe haven. It's... It's almost annoyingly green. It's just insane. There's a huge park, bigger than Central Park in the middle of it. There's a green belt around the middle bit. And then if you get bored of all that and you fancy a bit more green, you go to the Gatineau Park on the Quebec side, which is more green than a green festival held by the Green Party on a particularly green day. And so it's, you know, it's nice. So therefore, you don't expect any crime. No, sirree, Bob, you don't. Which is why when I went to Plaza de Orleans, a reasonably innocuous, dull, generic mall with all the usual shenanigans that you'd find in any Canadian mall, um, I was rather shocked at what happened to me there. Bought a pair of shoes, right? Lovely pair for the evening, yeah? I was with a female friend. Not that, you filthy bugger. It was just a friend. You know, it can be plutonic, but she's good. She's She's like having a girlfriend without sex. I think it's known as a wife. Um, because you know she she helps me out when it comes to shopping um, because I'm I'm terrible at it I've, I've, I'm that guy you know that guy that thinks he's done really well and comes back with a shirt that's 18 sizes too big he's terribly proud of himself and then I'm that also also the guy that hangs on to every item of clothing until it's perished beyond belief and I look I've been, been involved in a car crash um, so I needed some new shoes and I desperately need some new shoes because my, my little toes are sticking through bought a pair with her as guidance female guidance so I didn't go wrong ever so ever so pleased ninety dollars plus tax which we all love paying hundred and one seventy hey eh? happy days she says I need a pee we walk out of the shoe shop I walk into the male bathroom I nearly said female I, w- I went for the for the traditional and I didn't really need a pee, but I thought, you know, I don't want to be that guy that hangs around outside the toilets. You know, that's what I do midweek. You don't want to do it on the weekend. Um, so I, I went in there and, um, you know, force-fed the old trouser sausage to do its business. And um, I, as I was, um, you know, there was there was a wee dribble. I'm, I might be going into too much detail at this point. I feel let's just say it was number uh, number onesie, not number twozies. So I was standing and I put my shoes. In the box, not in a bag, in the box with like a little sort of ropey string on them, um, on the box, on the sink, All right? Fella, walking out, washing his face. I didn't see him really. I wasn't really paying any attention. Uh, I'm probably 12 feet away. Can't quite see my shoes in the box, but it's Ottawa. And who steals a pair of shoes? I've only had them three minutes. He walks out with my shoes. But I didn't see him take them. So I, did, I went over to the sinks to wash my hands. I'm a clean boy. And gave my hands a little scrub. And I was thinking, this is weird. Because I could have sworn I left my shoes there. And now it's just an empty space. So I walk outside and think, no, this is outside. Walk back in. Have a chat with a chap. I said, have you, have you stolen? I didn't say, have you stolen? I said, have you seen a pair of shoes in a box? All right. And uh, he says no. So I'm like, this is really weird. No one, no one steals a pair of shoes. So I went to the little desk there, the whole sort of ownership. I also had a minor argument as well with my friend Cindy because she's like, why would you leave them on the sink and go into a stall? I said, I'm not a woman. I didn't go into a stall. I used the urinal, you know, just got the old love sausage out and, and 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 I could almost see the box. But knowing Ottawa as I do, I knew I'd be all right. No. So we go up to um, this thing, and they say, oh, you need to go to security. So we went up to security. At this point, I'm thinking, is this really happening? I'm going out tonight. I'm wandering around a shopping mall trying to find security so I can talk about my stolen shoes. I go into this little security hut, and there's two people sat in there with a with bank of screens. Really nice. And they said, don't worry, we'll go back over the tapes. So they let me hang out with them. And um, I was watching the outdoor of a toilet, which is never that exciting. I mean, there's probably specialist interest groups that love that sort of thing. But for me, it wasn't very nice. Uh, I'm seeing various people come in now. You see me walk in, right? And then you see a guy walk out right, with, with my shoes under his arm, with the black box under his arm. And by sheer coincidence, a security guard is coming the other way. And you can actually see him panic. Not that the security guard would know what's going on, but the, the thief's thinking, oh my God, there's a security guard and I've just stolen something. So he sticks them in a big white bag that he's prepared for presumably this day of thieving that he'd gone for. So, and then you see me walk out, look at the man, look at the fact that his bag is white and he doesn't have a box of shoes and walk back in again. Because I thought, well, it's obviously not him, I must have lost them. Shoe theft. I could not, who does that? Who steals a man's shoes? Three minutes I had them, plus the receipt was in the box. So I went back to the shop and I said, there's probably going to be a six-foot man coming here with a pair of shoes and a receipt, wanting cash. If it's not me, and it won't be me because I haven't got my shoes, can you call the police? So um, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't think, you know, I've looked, on. I'm, I'm such a loser. I'm like looking on Kijiji and eBay in Ottawa because <laughs> I want to go around there and uh, you know pretend I'm buying them and then go and punch him in the face I really want to punch him it's really bad the money doesn't bother me much it's more the violation and I feel terrible for I now understand how I can't even begin to imagine what being burgled actually feels like when they invade your house but it's the logistics that bother me you saw me walking in Mr Thief I know that you're about, I think he's about 6 foot 2 you're not going to get those shoes on you must have known that And you can't take him back to the store with a receipt because you'll get arrested because I've notified the store. And she said she's going to email all the other stores. If you sell them on EJ, eBay or Kajiji, I'll find you. So that means you have to sell them in the street or to a pawn shop. That means you will probably get about $10 or so. So since you're in the bathroom of a mall, right, in the crappiest heist of all time, you would have actually been better off stealing 11 bucks worth of toilet paper, wouldn't you? Or you could have got a Coke bottle and filled it up with soap. <laughs> Mixed it up a bit. Take that home. You'd actually be better off. These are no good to you. These shoes are no good to you. And you knew they were shoes because they were in a shoebox with all those shoes written on the side. So I just, I just guess you must enjoy thieving. And the weird thing is this year I've been to New York City, Detroit, Windsor, uh, the capital of Nicaragua, Managua. No problems. I'm in a bathroom in a mall in Ottawa. The home of a tulip festival where there's more police than you can shake a stick at. Ottawa, a town so edgy that you've banned Uber. The average conversation in in Ottawa is about government policy developments. They've got 50 kilometres of waterfront and they haven't built a decent pub on any of it. This is giving you an idea, right? It's not a crazy town. The city's got more green space than the Arctic tundra. The only time I ever saw a fight in the sixth year of living there, oh, this is honestly true, a bouncer broke it up and made both of them apologise, and they did. And there's so many police around on duty scratching their ass. I once saw four patrol cars called out to a homeless man who fell out of his wheelchair. So I, it just amazes me that that happened. So I don't know if anyone's got any good ideas on how I can get this guy. I mean, I'm probably being a b- bit petty. I'm sure that someone listening to this has had their car stolen and is saying, just get over it. But it's the principle. So if you know, have you got any ideas how I could stop the uh, great Ottawa shoe thief uh, in his uh, heist? Uh, the number is four one six eight seven two ten ten, And it's uh, text 71010 if you want to text in the show. I'm really annoyed about it. Who does that? I mean, there's a part of me that thinks, to be honest, Vinny, let it go. He needs them more than you. If he's stealing shoes out of a bathroom and things for once in my life are going financially reasonably at the moment, I can afford the hundred bucks. You know, don't worry about it. He's probably going to be in an alleyway doing drugs. So don't worry about it. But there's another part of me that goes, shoes? Who steals shoes? And if you are a criminal in a mall, at least have the balls to go and rob a shop. <laughs> At least they're corporations, not old me. Uh, Speaking of dodginess and all things peculiar, when we come back, I talk about dog IDs. People are buying fake service dog jackets online. Can you believe that? So they can take their dogs into places. All that coming up. If you've got any solutions to my ongoing problems, uh, let's just concentrate on the obvious one at the moment, the theft. Uh, (laughs) Give us a call, 416-872-1010 or text 71010. Are you the shoe thief? Hmm. You're tuned in to The Vinny White Show on At in Radio News Talk 1010. I've got someone that's pretending to be the shoe thief. Unless it is the shoe thief, but he's got a 416 number, so I'm thinking it probably isn't, because the shoe thief operated in the bathrooms of lurking around in Ottawa. Um, your suggestions on how I can catch the great shoe heist thief of Ottawa and... Um, and what I can do about it. And also, quite a few people have been in the same situation, which I really didn't expect. Here's some of what you've said so far. Dear Vinny, it happened once to me. You should keep all the lines clear for incoming shoe ransom calls, says Brent. Uh, Eleanor says, I had my shoes stolen from a baby stroller. I went out for a run and had my high heels in the bottom of the stroller, took the stroller onto a streetcar, came back, no shoes. I think they might have fallen off. People are nicking high heels. That's even weirder. Although, fetishists, you don't want them back. Um, Why don't you go back to Ottawa, says someone, hang out in the bathroom and wait for him to strike again. I think, I mean, you've got to look at the value of that and the amount of effort it takes. Although I am so stubborn that I am tempted. Uh, Someone else says, why don't you go back to the bathroom in Ottawa, put a camera up. I'm feeling that that might give me other problems. Uh, someone says uh, check online I have, I looked at Kijiji and I looked at eBay and did like a 15 kilometer radius of the building I was all sussing it out because I'm so incredibly sharp and clever so clever in fact that I can't keep my hands on a pair of shoes Uh, someone says you should should check out the dark web, they're probably in Russia already, brilliant like it Um, all completely useless of course but thanks very much shoes stolen And now, I'm back to the the ones I had before. I'm a little toe sticking out. If anyone's a US 10 and likes uh, sort of a bit of Italian leather and they've got a spare pair of shoes, is this my, uh, yeah, this is my most shameless moment in radio, Um, then do leave them outside in a box. I mean, they won't last two minutes because apparently they're hot property. Dog ID. Uh, People are buying fake dog service tags. What? What does that mean? People are buying fake service dog jackets online. Yes, this is true. And it's happening in the United States. And would you believe it? Yes, you would, because shoes are stolen. So why wouldn't people be dodgy here? It's happening in Canada. You can take <laughs> you can take a dog pretty much anywhere with a service dog jacket. So people are buying fake service dog jackets and then putting it on their dogs so they can walk into restaurants and malls and what have you. So they don't have problems, you know, having to leave the dog outside, which is pretty low. I don't know. Is that lower than shoe theft? They're probably the same people. Maybe that's how I find him. Um, I looked on the Ontario Ministry of Economic Development website. It's actually the uh, Ontario Ministry of Economic Development, Employment and Infrastructure. Great for insomniacs and lovers of overwhelmingly detailed bureaucracy. And I want, because I, I wanted to find out what it is that you can do with a service dog. Now I think we all know that service dogs it's typically used for the blind, but not always. Um, you're not allowed to refuse it. So if you if you own a shop or a restaurant and someone comes in and they have a service dog, then you can't say no. You can't bring a dog in here because it's it's actually illegal to do that, it's, and um, it's all written into the Constitution Code, which is understandable and uh, absolutely it should be. Uh, but the problem is, there's a few bastards in the world, which I always overlook. But they always—they just seem to not want to go away. So what these people have been doing is uh, getting fake service dog jackets, which are very easily available online. Um, and so I wondered what it is that you can do. I mean, where can't you go? And on that whole website, right? There isn't. There is nowhere that you can't take a service dog, apart from one example. It says on the website, the only time that this might be a problem, a meat processing plant If it's regularly visited by a grocery store representative, for example, who has a service dog, the processing plant allows the service dog to accompany the grocery store representative into the office of the plant while the plant deals with other third parties and where no animals or animal parts are processed or stored. However, he cannot bring his service dog onto the floor of a plant, which is a very long way of saying if you've got a service dog, you can take it anywhere apart from a meat processing plant, although you are allowed to take it in the offices which (laughs) I'm not sure. First of all, being that this is written in text and blind people have a little bit of a hard job reading that, you've already got rid of some of your audience and also I'm not sure that's something that comes up that much. Oh, no, I really needed a meeting as a blind person with a guide dog on a factory floor of a meat processing plant. What am I going to do? So anyway, the point of this is that um, now in BC they're thinking of Developing a law that aims to um, stop people labeling dogs without proper training as service dogs by creating government issued dog ID. Doggy ID. Coming to you soon. DoggyID.com um, as, as a provincial uh, registry. Uh, The identification tags will allow the dog to accompany its owner to places dogs aren't usually allowed, of course, such as restaurants or public transit. Uh, A man uh, working with the BC legislature to try and push this through uh, says he's seeing more and more situations involving fake service dog IDs. But it's difficult for most people to deal with, which is totally reasonable. Like, you've got to think of it. If you were on the door of a restaurant and a guy came in with a service dog, would you really have the guts to say, can I see the dog's ID? you'd be like, I don't think anyone's that low. But yes, apparently they are. What a lovely world we live in. Uh, It's an awkward circumstance for someone uh, to challenge someone who purports to have a disability and they've got a jacket on a dog. It's very difficult and often those folks behave very poorly when challenged, he said. He said the new law in BC at least, and it may spread here to Ontario, would make things better for everyone, including people who legitimately need a service dog, of course. Um, maybe they will do the same thing here in Ontario. As far as I'm aware, they haven't done it yet. There's no dog I Can't see your average Canadian asking someone who claims to have a disability to produce the paperwork for a service animal. I know I wouldn't, and I know if I know Canadians as well as I think I do, that's the last thing they want to do, is be accusatory and, frankly, quite rude uh, to someone that's very, very probably got a disability. But, um, But it would be interesting to see how far you could go, you know, Because it's not just dogs. There are other service animals, very rare. But, you know, maybe you could see how far you could get it. I might buy a range of neon coats and dress various animals up as as service animals to see if I can get away with it, to to take them to a variety of different restaurants, making the animals larger and larger until someone finally asks for the paperwork. You could start with a service raccoon and then sort of upgrade to a service horse and then push it on. It'd be nice to do a few weird ones as well, like a chicken in a neon jacket, a service chicken or a service snake. I don't know how the service snake would work. You'd probably need to put it in a yellow sock, cut the end in it. Uh, a service sheep? A service fish? and I mean, yeah, you know, I'm thinking existentially... Or I'll stick with a dog and just make less and less convincing service dog jackets until someone asks for the ID. That would be a good way of testing it. So you start with a really legitimate one, and then at the end of it all, you've just got like a napkin with service dog written in felt tip pen. Oh, it's crazy stuff. Uh, let's have a go at Lynn in Toronto. Hello, Lynn. Hi, Vinny. I just wanted to ask you if you um, if you know, does the dog have to give his paw prints for
0: verification of his identity? <laughs> I mean, you could say he's somebody, but he re- may
1: not be. It's true. Paw print is the only way. Or you could do um, bark recognition.
0: All right. Yeah. yeah. That's true.
1: Is that a service dog? Woo! One more time. I'm just going to get the mic out. Woo! Oh, that seems like, uh, yeah, that's when we was registered. Crazy, isn't it? Thanks, darling. <laughs> okay, bye. Love you. I suddenly felt the urge to tell her I loved her. Just came from nowhere. I do a bit. You know, I think I do all the listeners because, frankly, it'd be a little dull without them. Um, if you've got any ideas on... It's a bit of an open text and phone call this week on what I can do about my shoe theft or what we can do about IDing dogs. <laughs> <laughs> and get in touch, all right? Uh, when we come back... Oh, excuse me. Hang on a sec. <coughs> I'm so sorry. I am I know I just, it sound terrible today. It's, a, it's partly my fault, actually. I have to take some of the... Uh, some of the blame. I, well, as I said earlier, I was in Ottawa and I, I was catching up with old friends, which always involves drinking, and I was very foolish. I had a giant cigar, which took me about two and a half hours to smoke. And um, frankly, I haven't been the same since. It's definitely not what you want to be doing when you've got a light cold, apparently. A little tip for you there in case you were a complete idiot like I am. Um, I'll tell you something else before I go. Something else that happened to me when I was smoking a cigar outside a bar the other day. Because, you know, even here in Toronto now, you're not allowed to smoke on the patio. I don't know if you knew that. It's changed this year. I'm all for it because, you know, I used to smoke and I can tell that these cigars aren't doing me any good. But, oh, it's a slippery slope with the old freedom, but we'll get on to that another time. Anyway, I was uh, it, it, one thing it does make you do, if you are the occasional smoker, such as I, you end up having a lot of conversations. Because now... It's that beautiful marginal marginalisation segregation where you end up outside the restaurant and there's a dude or a dudette next to you smoking. So it's something you've got in common. Plus you can always kick off with bloody law, stupid, isn't it? Stupid. Taking our rights away, next thing you won't be able to drink. It's an easy way in. And then, of course, you can have a chat about whatever you want. And I was outside a bar the other day having this cigar, and a fella came out with those. I think they're called ear expanders. You know, I think it probably began in Africa, as we all did, um, when you wear the ear expanders on your lobes, and then slowly over a process of time, you make them bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger until you have giant lobes, George ears, looks a bit crazy from a distance, ear expanders and he had these really big ones, and he come out and I was like, I'm always really aware of what people talk about and not to be that boring guy, because I don't like it when people say where you're from. Actually, I don't mind it, but it's just a bit boring, because I've done it so many times. London, why did you move here? A woman with big boobs, that sounds shallow, yes I am. You know, that sort of thing. And uh, so I'm always aware to try and sort of steer away from that. So when this guy came out with huge ears, all I wanted to do was go, look at the size of your ears! They're so big, they're flapping, and it's not even windy. Sometimes they take a while to catch up with your head. But I thought, don't say that, even though you're mildly drunk and you've got a cigar, just don't talk about it. But I only made it a few minutes, and then I found myself saying something a bit close, but it was a bit cleverer. I said, what's people's reactions? To your ears. Instead of why did you get your ears done? Did it hurt? What's the point? I just said, uh, I'm not going to ask the boring question of why you did it. You did it, I would imagine, for artistic reasons and personal reasons. But what are people's reactions? Do you know, if if you've got ear expanders in at the moment, you'll know this. I didn't know this. He said quite regularly, he's walking through a bar or a club and people stick their finger through his ears. Through the hole through the expander that's keeping them away. He doesn't know them. Just people come up and pop a finger through. Which, of course, is all I wanted to do as soon as he said it. He goes, can you believe that? Can you believe people do that? Like, I'm just standing there sometimes and people just stick a finger through, right right through my ear. And I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, And then I thought, can I do it with a cigar? Bit of a hazard, but it was so tempting. It's like bubble wrap. Is it? Yeah, it is. But you yeah. can't resist. Yeah. It is. It's like it's like when you see a perf- perfect, immaculate grass with "Do not walk on the grass." What do you think I'm going to do? I wasn't going to. You've made me do it, haven't you? You know I'm a rebel. You've brought out my anarchic side. So I felt like that. I didn't put my finger through his ear, but then I thought, would it be all right to do like objects instead? Because I had a pen on me, I thought oh, I could pop that through. Do you know what I mean? Then I'm sort of I'm, I'm outside the box. These ones you probably could have got a ruler through. Like a proper fat one. Huge ears. And then without me asking, because I was desperately trying to get off the topic, even though essentially it was just like Austin Powers, molly, 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 molly. All I could see was the ears. <laughs> I tried to get off the topic, and he, just without me even asking, took the expanders out. So the, their sort of framework behind the large ear. It's mental. Looked like an elephant. Each to their own. There actually are service horses, mini ones, says someone. Yeah, I know. There are service ponies as well. Amazing, isn't it? I don't believe this one. Someone says there's service dolphins. It's tricky. Tricky in a restaurant, isn't it? There's there's only a few sub-aquatic restaurants that I know of. You're listening to The Vinnie White Show on Newstalk 1010. There you go. Did it for you. Um... Speaking of the Vinnie White show, do you like it? Is it all right? If you do, say yes and text me on 71010. If you don't, you should have already left. Um, But you can download it and take it with you everywhere you go and hold it close to you like a a small baby. Although you wouldn't put a small baby in your ears unless you're incredibly irresponsible. Uh, You're welcome to take the podcast away with you. You can get it at Newstalk1010.com. Excuse me a second, hang on. I'm so sorry, I'm really... I'm coldy. I'm not sure why you'd want the podcast. you are usually a bit better than this. I'm not usually bunged up. Uh, but you can go to Newstalk1010.com and click on Vinny White, follow the links, and download the podcast. You can subscribe in iTunes. You can uh, nerd around on vinnywhite.co.uk, Or you can uh, find me on Facebook and Twitter, which I really must use a bit more. I'm This week It's going to be a different week. I'm going to make an effort, all right? Um... I drove back from Ottawa today. I stopped at a gas station. And I want to know if if this was wrong, what I did. I was in a bit of a bad mood. And because the drive was a bit rough and there was a lot of traffic and stuff. And I had to fill up the rental car with gas before I took it back. Uh, Because they're really, really hardcore on that. You need to even show the receipt and the time. In case you filled it up like in, I don't know, Trenton and have taken the edge off the top of the tank, you know? So I usually just put P in it. Um, so, no, I filled it up with gas, and this guy, I just all I wanted was the gas, so I went in to pay. Because a lot of the time, go, if you look in and there's no line-up, going into to pay is quicker than the, the machine, I find. I like humans as well. You know, I usually go in there, but I like, I like it. I like, that's the weirdest thing I've ever said. I like humans. Some of them are right. I prefer a horse. Um, but I went in there to the gas station, and, and I said pump number four, and he said, uh, "Do you want any chocolate or water?" And I said, and I, I think this might have been rude, but I, I just, I really despise the question. So I said, "No," otherwise I'd have a bottle of water and some chocolate in front of me. And he wasn't offended. I'm not. I don't know if he's heard it or he just thought, you know, pompous British arse. But I, I really hate that. What, why are you, what, do you think I didn't notice the shop that I just walked through to get here? Did you think I didn't see that? Do you think I don't know that I can get water here? Do you think I'm like wandering around as if this was an arid desert and all I could find was petroleum and get, <laughs> instead of the, the water I wanted? I, I don't want water. And I definitely don't want chocolate. I've been drinking beer all weekend. Have you seen my gut? You're a bad influence. So I said that. So if you're an upseller, stop it. It's annoying. We know what you've got. Does that ever work? So there we go, yeah, I'll have two Marses and a bottle of Gatorade, please. No. So just leave it. This little rant just needed to get it out. Obviously, I didn't have the guts to say anything more to him, so I'm using this as a platform to stress my authority. Cow issued admission card by authorities to write exam in India. Yes, a cow has been issued an admission card by authorities in an Indian university to write an exam. A large cow... Has got an admission card. Um, It happened when the Indian Board of Professional Entrance Examinations issued the ID in the name of Kachirgal, which translates as brown cow. (laughs) The cow was allotted a seat at Government Degree College for writing an examination scheduled on May the 10th. The incident came to light this week after opposition, uh, sorry, yeah, National Conference spokesman. Junid Azim Matu uploaded a copy of the cow's ID card on Twitter. The controller of examinations in India said, quote, all the applications are made online. There is advanced image recognition software, but it does not differentiate between a human face and an animal picture. (laughs) Someone has played a prank. I love that sentence. I love that. Just check that out again. There is advanced, keyword there, there is advanced image recognition software, but it does not differentiate between a human face and an animal picture. (laughs) That's brilliant. (laughs) Uh, It's the little things that get me. Asked about his signature on the card, issued to the cow. Uh, Mr. Mears said, I do not sign and admit the cards in person. This is a system-generated signature and comes by default. I am sorry that the cow got an ID. Ah, <laughs> oh, I love it. Um, Dave, come in. I want to ask your advice on something. Dave Eddy, who does the show later, lurks much like a thief in a toilet. And he's going to come in and have a chat with us. Hello, mate. How are you? How you doing? Took you by surprise. I'm good. That was actually quite efficient, really. I I demanded you. You came in and headphoned up in no time. Well, I'm an advice columnist. That's why I bring really? you in to so, help me uh, with you know, these difficult okay. social situations that I often oh. find myself in. I will ask I'm will i not what. an etiquette columnist. I always try to make that clear to people. But So if this is etiquette, I'll, I'll do my best. You but, don't have to do that to me, mate, you know. because I've seen how you dress, and I've worked <laughs> that one out for myself. <laughs> have you ever told – I mean, it's not bad. It's, it's... a shirt. It's a shirt. Glasses? What's wrong with it? Shorts? I'll tell you what's wrong
0: with it. Right. You've
1: got a very simplistic and almost admirable approach to life in that from, I think you said May the 1st till... October 1st. October, 1st. October the Or 1st. November
0: 1st, usually. You,
1: you wear You wear shorts. Yeah. Default. It is my spirited
0: defiance against the realities or was it April of Canadian living. Canadian living. Or was it April 1st? April 1st to November 1st. April 1st. So shorts. No, no pants. Nothing. But Denver. this year, April 1st... Snowing.
1: April 1st was. It was, Actually, tough. I think it was, it was challenging snowing. this year. Yeah. It was. It was uh, uh, there was snow. Yeah.
0: But, you know, your legs can take it. Let's see. Uh,
1: I, don't, I don't think you're listening to the show earlier. I'll do it very quickly. Went to Ottawa for the weekend. Went to a mall. I, I heard Ottawa. that part. I heard
0: that okay. part. You know, shoes it, got stolen.
1: Yeah. That's ridiculous. Can't let it go. Really annoying me. Um, anything. Why I did can you do. take your shoes off? I bought them. They're in the box. i would never put them on apart from when I tried them on. They were three minutes old. I went for a pee in the mall around the corner from the shoe shop. Gone. Someone stole them from the sink while I had my gentleman's excuse me in my hand. You know. He caught me literally with my pants down. mm. So I guess my question to you is this. How can I let it go from burning a very annoying hole in me? You know,
0: Vinny, I bought a bike once. It was a most, I, and I, it was very agonizing for me. It's like whatever, any expenditure for me is like a knife in the heart. It's like, I, it was very, very painful. It was like a $2,000 bike. Mm. And what they did was um, they smashed, some, somebody had their eye on me. It was in my garage. They smashed the window of my car, took the garage door opener, opened the garage, took this beautiful bike that I'd only had for three weeks. Mm. And that was it. It was gone. But you know what? it's in the past I've
1: well got another bike it, it wasn't in the past 24 hours after it happened uh, no, which is where no, i am no no you whilst, just have to look you have to cast yourself into the future how long does it take to get rid of the feeling of walking the streets to find a 6 foot man to punch you in the face shoes yeah uh,
0: a week it took me for the bike it took about a month but you know what it, you know apparently Benny you're doing well Am I? Financially. I think
1: you've alluded to that a couple of times. Oh, don't blow it out of proportion. Uh, <laughs> I don't want thinking, people thinking I've got a yacht. I've got a, a house. What whatever and it's, it... I can't afford a house in this town, by the way. It's in Ottawa. Okay. It's one of the reasons I went. I'm selling it.
0: Whatever it is.com is, is doing well for you. Um, apparently, you uh, put people's pictures on a canvas. Oh, I to... haven't promoted
1: that. Do yeah. you mean, Dave? Do you mean MrPhotoCanvas.com? I believe I believe Canada's I cheapest and best canvas printing manufacturer you
0: know what vinnie undersells the competition which is what his secret strength is and um, is. We, we
1: are really cheap actually so the
0: money just flows and flows so you lose a pair of shoes and you know what i, I mean the, the way i look at it i've spent you know i look into my closet and i look at all the things i've bought that i don't want three anymore. pairs of shoes. You know, who cares i've got like a hundred shirts i don't want them anymore just look at it as something that you might not have wanted within three weeks anyway Okay. That's my advice. I mean, to you. That's,
1: I, I don't have the <laughs> mental ability to do that because I know I really like those shoes, but I see your point.
0: Is there not another very exact same pair no, of shoes? No, I went
1: back to the shop and I said, I've got to tell you that that pair of shoes I just had, someone stole them from the bathroom. And she, being Ottawa, and said, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. That was the last pair. And then she tried to sell me a really crap pair. And I said, All right, I might buy this cra- crap pair because I really need a pair of shoes. Can I have a discount? And she said, we don't do discounts. I said, I've just no. had my shoes nicked. Anyway. There's I no st- justice. There's no. I mean, the thing is.
0: Let's it. go get. You know what we should do is go get the guy who claims that life is fair
1: and beat the crap out of him. <laughs> <laughs> Where is that, he? Whoever told us that, he's got a real beating coming. I suppose when you compare it to a $2,000 bike, I should just shut up. No. Would your marriage survive putting up Ikea's flat pack from hell? This is a question for you. I'm not married. Apparently, IKEA have come up with a new cabinet, and it's been dubbed the divorce maker. It has 32 pages of instructions and 169 screws. They're doing that on purpose? Well, they, they, other people have dubbed it that. They, yeah, they IKEA did. doesn't dub it that. Yeah, they would call it the Flapschlüberthausen. The Schüberthausen. Yeah, the sleeper. No, the actually, sleep. they usually, the usually... sleeper. They do, don't they? They usually go for a noun... It's a the something. Yeah. It's usually one word that ends with B and is only one syllable. The flube. The plontis. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. Okay. Would it survive? That's the question?
1: The storage unit from the Leotorpe, True okay. range has dubbed, been dubbed the divorce maker. It's an 11 by 7 foot piece, right? It costs $1,100 and um, it took a normal couple, asked by the Daily Mail to make it, 11 hours to make and apparently, this isn't just hearsay. apparently research suggests that divorces don't come from arguments that come from furniture. There's already problems, right? That's why if you're, if you're about to divorce, you might have noticed that most of your arguments are about nothing, right? You, the problems are already there. But this is not going to help anyone.
0: Well, since you're asking, Vinny, um, <clears throat> I had a terrible argument, not terrible, but I had an argument with my wife over the weekend. And there's one thing I've learned mm. over a 20 odd year span. And it's something I didn't know four or five years ago, and which I know now. In, in the heat of it, when she basically says to you, I don't, don't even let, and this was an actual quote from my wife over the weekend. Don't even try to talk to me right now. Mm. that's the point at which you actually take her advice. Mm. You know, people say, oh. Um, what was you know, the argument about? Oh, so they start so small, Benny. They, they snowball. Um, the argument, she had gone shopping. She had to work. This was yesterday, basically. Um, she had to work, so she'd gone shopping, which I'm very grateful for. She brought back a bunch of stuff, but didn't, you know, she's like, I, I have, I've got to go to work. I can't unload this stuff. I said, mm. oh, don't worry about it. I'll do it. But I had some other things that I was doing. So I did about half of it. And then she got home from work and half of it remained undone. And so she was kind of stomping around a little bit and doing it. And she's like, I just so not You didn't do
1: your manly juice. I did
0: not do. And this was the crux of her argument. I had did not do that which I said I was going to do, which actually turns out to be a pretty big thing. It goes both ways. Like, I, I really love the fact about her that when she says she's going to do something, more often than not, she will. And I've been with other people who they'll say, yeah, I'll, I'll do this, but then they never do. The yeah. Saying doing what you say you're going to do is actually huge. And I, I, I you know, fully confess, Vinny, I didn't do the thing that I said I was going to do. And what then I come put away all the groceries that right. she had bought. So she came home, and many of the groceries were undone. And you know, I was making dinner, so I thought, hey, I'm getting, am I getting some brownie points here? And I'd done some dishes uh but i did not do the thing that i said i was going to do trousers in
1: in anticipation (laughs) and then she walks and says no this is really not good enough yeah
0: yeah there was no there was no one there was not going to be any unzipping there may not be any unzipping for a while but um yeah i said okay I, i did i was going to do this thing i didn't do it and then i compounded it by saying a bunch of naughty things that I really didn't mean for example like well you kind of stuck me with this thing and she's like what I did this for you and the family and it just kind of escalated from there to the point where she's you know the the, the arguments Vinny since you're not married I'll explain to you uh, they escalate in both volume and your your voice raises in both volume and pitch I'm pretty sure I've had a few arguments and in my timbre Uh, if that's even a word. Uh, And then there comes a point where one party, usually her, simply stops talking. And that's that's when marital omerta is entrained, in other words, the silent treatment. And so when that moment happens, you can, and in the past, I would chase her around. She'd slam doors in my face. And, you know, I would yell things through the door. Don't do that. That's, that's simply the, the, the path. Just go away. The path to divorce is let pub. it, like, you know, people say, oh, don't, don't go to bed angry. No, you should. You should absolutely go to bed nah, angry. Because the, the, the next Get day. Go the
1: pub and have a pint. That's exactly. She,
0: she's like, you know, don't you, aren't you supposed to be somewhere? Which I was. I went out to see the fight. And the um, actual boxing fight. Okay, So I went from a marital what do you want? fight do you want a to... What what do you,
1: thing? you think it's special because you went to a boxing fight? <laughs> no, I'm
0: just saying. What? I went from one fight in? to another. So, so I I, I, see. I went from a So verbal... I get my shoes
1: stolen, but you can afford to go to a fight. And you're calling me rich, huh? No. What did you uh, do? Fly I, a I private jet in there or, as well? Did it, you?
0: it was a friend who... You know, Vinny, do you realize that something like 50 million people shelled out 100 bucks for that fight? That's 5 Billion dollars. Yeah. I went to a friend's house. He'd shelled out the hundred. He got a whole bunch of guys, like you know, 30 guys. We all watched the fight, which all was right, really boring, but I'm
1: way. not interested in the fight. So no. let's go back to this. Your point is have space. Go away. Give
0: the person space. Don't chase them around demanding an apology. That's yeah. the mistake I think a lot of men make. It's like, well, you still owe me an apology. No, just let it cool down. Let it simmer down. And try and get your, your apologies tomorrow. tomorrow. By day. tomorrow,
1: you might not actually want an apology because you might realize you're a bit of a buffoon. The worst feeling I've ever had, and I've had, i just, The fact that I have to admit this, but I've had it numerous times is when I'm in an argument with a loved one and I'm like, and you and I have absolutely no idea what I'm arguing about. I've, I've everything goes blank. And I'm like, I can't remember what it was, but I can't back down now. No, no. So I'll go and you
0: didn't do everything right either. And there's also the, maybe it's related, the terrible moment we realize you actually are dead wrong. Just as you, you know. Yeah, that's like, There have been so many times I've, I've been logically right. I've won the argument. I've ticked off numerous points on my fingers. And by the way, gentlemen, don't tick off points on your fingers. It's not at all attractive. Um, but then when the dust clears and the smoke settles or vice versa, um, you realize oh, I was actually wrong about everything. And that's, that's why I wait. Because almost always... It turns out that I'm wrong," <laughs> <laughs> he said. "I'm battered. Uh, you know, unfortunate, but true. It's like I—you I, can't. Uh, I, I don't think I've ever been right. Well, in I twenty think odd well, years,
1: okay. So this is—but now I see,
0: feel I felt right. I thought that for sure I was right. I argued and won the argument, but but, but Dave, I was wrong. Dave, I was almost you've, always wrong. You've gone wrong.
1: from advice counselor to beaten man that has lost his sense of self. There is no physical possibility that you've had numerous arguments a woman you've been married to for over a decade and you haven't been right once. Two decades. So well, that's my point. You want to be careful, mate. She's got some hooks into you. Yeah.
0: Sometimes you're
1: right, Dave. So don't just give up and go, I'm always wrong. I'm a bloke. Women are always right. Sometimes you've got to stand up for yourself.
0: I win in the sense that we're still together and I have friends who have been right and are single so which is which is the
1: I think true, what you're saying victory. in a very surreptitious way is that whilst you actually know that you were right numerous times you would rather admit that you're wrong for the peace oh, of a marriage that's what you're you, saying you, have,
0: you you can you have the ability to peer in my, into my soul is yeah, that yeah well as an advice say?
1: columnist you should be more transparent <laughs> cuz i shouldn't have to pick this stuff out of you <laughs> all right, so there you are. What we've you learned, win there, again. what we've learned there, you've lads, won this argument. Yeah, lose every argument, even with <laughs> even with uh, my fellow uh, men. Yeah, even arguments about arguments, you yep, lose. Yep. Dave Eddy has got a radio show in about an hour's time. Mine is coming to an end, which I think you'll all agree was rather tragic. Thank you for your input on seven hundred and ten ten uh, on the text. Um, so a lot of people have had shoe theft. I had no idea it was possible. The one I'm still not sure this is true. Uh, it's from someone called Lisa says I had my shoes stolen uh, from the side of a dance floor when I went to a wedding I took them off so I could do some dancing never saw them again bless her heart shoe thieves how low can you go I
0: think it's as you say Vinny if they want them not bad maybe they should just have them
1: yeah take them see if we can it's a good job it's summer that's all I can say uh, someone else said uh, uh, what have we got here uh, I, I just know my wife's going to dump me tonight, so I'm going to apologise now before it happens. There you go, you've just saved a marriage, Dave. Congratulations. That's my job. Always a pleasure, never a chore. My name's Vinnie White. You can download the podcast at vinnywhite.co.uk. It's a weird spelling. Just go to newstalk1010.com and follow the links. Uh, Elliot has been the producer. He's a bald man and a beautiful specimen, and uh, proving that he can push buttons at a lightning rate as we uh, celebrate this show every week from nine through till 10. I'm gonna have a throat pastel, go to bed with a hot whiskey. Well, that's what I call her. (laughs) See you later. And a cold woman.